Hey, all. Welcome to Restraordinary Marriage with Gil and Brenda Stewart, sharing tips, tools, and tingles for your relationship. We bring practical information for those in remarriage, marriage, or long-term relationships. Our hope is to inform you with new concepts and remind you of old relationship skills you've forgotten. Listen for action steps at the end to use with the love of your life. With Dirt Under the Fingernails experience, let's get to today's topic. Well, hi, Brenda. Hey, Gil. How you doing? I am well today and glad to be doing this with you today. Yeah, this has been kind of a deep discussion for us, huh, as yeah. we prep for this. Yeah, so how to stop drift or mm. what is the drift in relational concepts? I don't know. Well, I would first ask, which I just asked before we came on here, Define drift. What does it mean to take a relational drift? <laughs> well, I think the, the, the thought here behind relational drift is that we can sometimes live these parallel lives and then eventually those lives begin to kind of head off into separate directions very subtly. And before we know it, we are oceans apart you know, these two ships, these two tankers, these two, you know, incredible ships that, that are our lives sometimes end up on the opposite sides of the globe from one another and we don't even realize it. And then we're like all of alone kind of going, where are you? Right. We, where would happen? I can't find you. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's drift. Yeah. I mean, what, how would you describe drift? No, I agree. And, and I like the analogy about what you're going to be sharing about the, the dock and the ship and and that's just so such a good word picture because and mainly I think it's because we get like you said it, it's so subtle one little thing can throw us off course and then before we know it you know we're in the rocks or we're on the other side of China <laughs> we're right, so far right. away you know I, as you sit here and think about it you know I, one of the assessments that I use uh, in my daily practice as a counselor is uh, an assessment put out by the Gottman Institute. And one of the, one of the I think it's like the second question, talks about relationship satisfaction. Mm. And it really boils down to, am I satisfied or has drift set in and I'm not satisfied because we really don't know each other. We're not connecting. Yeah, we just flat out don't know each other because we are headed in opposite directions. Right. Yeah. So you'd mentioned you had, you know, you're a counselor and you see all kinds of uh, wonderful people in your office. So you're sharing with me earlier about uh, this client you met a while ago, and and this was really a prevalent issue. Yeah, there was there was a, a an episode that I you know kind of was working through with this person, and you know the illustration came to my mind about drift. You know, and rather than saying take this assessment, it was like let me tell you a story. And it was an observation because mm -hmm. I, I was working with this person. She and her spouse uh, are, are really, uh, they, they love each other. They mm -hmm. care about each other. Mm -hmm. they, the kids love them. Uh, they have very full lives. I mean, they're, they're a younger couple in their mid-40s. And, you know, their kids are, you know, at that developmental phase. There's a lot going on in their house, including the goldfish and the dog and the cat and, you know, all the craziness with school schedules. And their professional lives. And so at the same time, you know, th there's some immediate circumstances and really neat opportunities facing, you know, the lady in this couple. Mm -hmm. And it's like she wants to move forward, but she doesn't want to go by herself. And in a way, she really has to move forward or this opportunity may pass her by. 
And so as we were talking about it, she's like, oh, I really don't want this to happen. But I sensed myself and I said, this is what I see. I see that in a way, you know, you guys are both, you know, ships in the night, you know, docked at this dock called home. And as life is going on, the ship you happen to be on has left the port and is headed out to sea of this new opportunity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not that you guys don't have a life together, but you are really on a different trajectory. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you don't come back to the dock, but, you know, your guy is refusing to get on the same ship with you or sharing the same journey with you because, unfortunately, his goals, his aspirations are headed in a whole different direction. Mm, wow. And that's scary to this, mm -hmm. this woman because it's like, I don't want that. Not that, you know, we can't have separate goals and separate trajectories and dreams and, and plans. No, no, no. That wasn't it. It was is that there weren't any places that they were intentionally intersecting with one another so that they could maintain the connection. And therefore, drift is starting to set in. Now, on a couple of occasions... She's come in and said, yeah, we're, we're making some headway. There's some things that are going on. We're attending this together and we're, we're talking about that together. And it's like, wow, great, wonderful. This is good. And then it's like, but there's no follow through. There's no connection. There's no teamwork that says mm -hmm. we're, yeah, we're, we're working together. Even though we've got our separate ships, we do intentionally connect up and, you know, tie together the directory of our marriage goals right, right. and the, the 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 scary because the drift is beginning to become much more prevalent and much mm. farther apart and as much as she wants the the two of them to share uh he's still tied to the dock mm. he's refusing to move and that that's that's not going to help anything the drift is going to get worse rather than better right right and that's where in that situation the further apart they get, the harder it's going to be to get back together. Exactly. And if they're not moving together and there's some resistance, then I guess my question would be, what is it in inside this guy that's holding him back? Well, he could... might be scared. He might be angry. Who knows? But yeah. He needs to find out what that is for the sake of their marriage. Right. And, and I, you hit it right out of the uh, out of the park there, Bren, is, is that there's fear. There's mm -hmm. the unknown. I'm comfortable. Maybe there's things there that he hasn't worked through in his sure. own personal life, sure. let alone the marriage, and to be able to create teamwork. Yeah, they may be in separate ships, but they're in the same fleet. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> they're in the same fleet. And it's kind of like, you know, you're, the kids are going with you today. Yeah, the kids are going with me today. Okay, great. But we're going to meet back at the same dock. Right. And right. that same dock may be at another destination further up <laughs> stream or you know on another part of the of the world but we're both going to connect together mm -hmm. at the end of the day or at the end of that journey but you know as i see it those things sometimes are very complementary to one another because mm -hmm. the, the 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 fleet is working together yeah. and they are not drifting apart even though they may have gone separate directions for the day they come back together to share that, yeah. what happened that i love that and i love that visual i'm a very visual person that just cements everything that you're that you're saying. So that's well, cool. and I think another thought that comes to my mind before we move on is is that if the ships are are traveling fairly close together, mm -hmm. if there's an SOS that you send out, mm -hmm. I have got my eye open for that. So if you need help, then I can get over there and help you. 
But if I'm so into my own thing and I don't recognize your mm-hmm. SOS, you could be sinking and I haven't got a clue. Yeah. That's dangerous. And that's the beauty of, I mean, you're talking about a healthy marriage. It's yeah. like you're both individuals. Yes, you can do your individual goals and all that. Women power, woohoo, yeah, yeah, whatever, <laughs> which is the big thing now. But you're able to have that teamwork of that connection. That I can be there, as we've said before, I've got your back and you've got my back. Yeah, we're working as a team. And when we're doing that as a team, we can both individually go further. Yeah, yeah, farther together, closer Closer to to the the edge. edge. That's That's right. right. Maybe not the edge of the world because you don't want to fall off, but (laughs) the the world's not flat, right? I don't know. Nowadays, everything being so upside down, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody said that. Anyway, we're way off track. So let's get back to some key points. Yeah, we're going to just touch on three different ways you can have relational drift and then some suggested ways to fix it. Okay. So the first one. Oh, I want to give this one to you. What's the What's oh, the first one? This because I know you're going to get really, you're going to get passionate about this. What's the first way to begin to drift? Busyness. Say what? Busyness. But everybody goes, how you doing? Are oh, you busy? God, I hate that. That to me, to us, is a four-letter word. If you ever see us or talk to us, don't ever say, gee, you guys look so busy. It just ticks me off. We're not busy. We're intentional. What's the difference between intentional and, and busy? Busy is like craziness and running all over and what's the goal and why are we doing this and blah, blah. Intentional is there's a purpose behind it. Right. Okay. Now, busyness, I'll just use that word busyness because a lot of people can relate to that more, especially in a step family. I mean, it's busyness on steroids <laughs> because of the kids and the schedules and the income. But yet again, busy or intentional. You can be intentionally investing in your stepkids because you're looking at the long term, what kind of adults will they become? How will they be, you know? Uh, adding to society in yeah, the same way. Yeah, productive adult. Yeah, in the same <laughs> we way. We want as, you to leave. In the <laughs> same way of being intentional in our marriage. Yeah, but so. but I think as I reflect back on our step family days when the kids were you know in those years of school and high school and junior high, I mean there were many days to where it was like yeah I, I'll see you in a couple of days yeah. literally yeah. because of things that were going on with the kids. But I knew that you were there. Mm-hmm. You know, of mm-hmm. course I could make a phone call and went up, but sometimes it was like. I am so busy. I am exhausted, and it's because of the kids. Yeah. But I knew that it was because of the kids that we were doing this because we love them and and investing in them. And we were okay with that because we knew we were okay. We We weren't hiding behind the kids because we weren't doing okay. We knew it was a season. Right. We knew that there was going to be a a destination and that we would redock at the same dock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that the remedy to busyness, what I hear you saying then, Brenda, is is that the remedy to busyness is intentionality. Mm Mm-hmm. With with intentionality, I'm going to fight busyness. I'm not just going to be doing whatever because that's productive. Or out of guilt of being a great parent that you have to be at every basketball game, every practice, every away game for the sake of your marriage. Well, if the away game is headed south, I think I'll go north. (laughs) (laughs) And with you, so we can have some time. So the the, the first drift is busyness. Busyness. The the remedy for that is to get rid of busyness and be more intentional. Yes, we realize there's going to be seasons where there will be craziness. But talk about it, get a plan, and have that end destination. Okay, this is what we're shooting for. Okay. okay, whether it's a date, a weekend away for that marriage, whatever your marriage needs to con- to connect, 
You got to do it. That's the intentionality of date night, getting away. I couldn't agree with you more. Okay, so what's the next one? The number two way that you can shift relationally is that you can be so self-focused on your own goals. What? Self-focused on my own goal could cause drift? Of course, because you're so consumed, or I could be, with what I need, what I want to do, kind of like the couple you were talking about. At least the gal, even though she was focused on what she needed to do, she would come back to the doc to encourage her husband. She wanted her husband to To be a part. Rather than saying, forget you, I'm going forward. Uh, and there's a lot of casualties that happen with that when kids are involved. Well, and I think the 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 the, the, the hitting point here is is that the drift is really intensified if I become so selfish that I don't care what you're doing. Mm, yeah, and yeah. I and I become callous, mm-hmm. and and then I actually then detach. Because I'm so into my own thing that I don't include you or make opportunity for you to be involved with me. And along with that then becomes this issue of is that when I do ask for your help, that if you're selfish as well, then uh, the follow through and the ability to be able to trust one another, the selfishness completely blows holes in the ship's and we begin to sink or we patch it up in other ways. Yeah, and if you're so selfish in an activity or something, in a way, you know, then jealousy could come up in me because that could be like a mistress for you. Ooh. Whether it be work yeah. or video games or golf or whatever it is, you know, that sound like good things, but how is it impacting the, the marriage? So Because the selfishness then could be actually interpreted as replacing you. Yeah, and that would feel terrible. And that is not on the trajectory line of the marriage of where it's going. The, yeah. the, the shared meaning, values, Which goals. Which is we're going to get to so that. we're going to yeah. that. Yeah. So the whole thing about being self-focused and not creating connection, the remedy for that would be to be able to do it together. Yeah. Like I can support you in your, your dream of a goal that you want to do. Um, well, just like the our last four years, you wanted to you know get your master's in counseling, and we did it. Even though you did all the heavy lifting, I was there to support you, and that was important for us. Right. And you were very supportive, and, and in, in, a, in a moment's time as well, not maybe as long of a program, but being, being able to share in, in the goal that you had was to go get that life coach credential mm-hmm. uh, at a collegiate level which was something that was really important to you. And I, I was thrilled to death that you were doing it. Yeah. And you had to go do that on your own. But then you were able to bring that back to the to the strength and the power of who we are. Right. And, right. and that, that brought more meaning to your life, but it also brought more to mine just because I could see how much you were enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was really cool. So the ability to, to have totally different trajectories – but to say, no, no, they're not. They're actually being shared because we're supporting one another, even though it seems like we're going in separate directions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But- and that really brings us to our third uh, way that relationships can drift. And I think what, what brought this to my mind is we were working with a couple um, online and we were talking about uh, with the gal, her, their shared meanings in their relationship and their shared dreams and she was just doing all head stuff like, okay, we wanted to, you know, have this many kids and have this much money in the bank and work this. So it was all, it it was more logistics, which is important. I get that. But there was no, like we, we asked her, what about a dream and a goal? Where do you guys want to be 20 years from now? And there's just like a blank stare. So it's like, 
what not having those shared goals, those shared values, the shared meanings in life, it's like that's really easy to drift because you have nothing to pull you back together. Right. Those are sinews of the heart, mm. not the head. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing you say, Bren, is is that when we share what does the, what does it mean to have home? What does it mean to have success? What does it mean to have unity? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to have trust? You know, what does it mean to have commitment? Those are shared meanings that are so foundational because if they don't mean the same thing to one another, then we need to get to work and find out what does that mean so that we share the same concept. Because in a lot of ways, uh, what what I'm finding more and more is, is that if those couples don't have shared meaning, then there's these grounds for you don't share the same longing that I have. Mm, yeah. And, if and that I don't, goes deep. That that's goes very deep, deep because yeah. then when, when that's not happening, we don't attune. Mm-hmm. We don't come together. And attunement is that ability to turn toward one another and go, let me listen to your heart, not just your head. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I got this goal and I want to do this and this before, you know, I'm I'm 65. Okay, great. But to attune is not intellectual. It is emotional. And that would be, so tell me more about that. What does that look like? You want to climb half dome. Why is that so important? Why is it so important for me to climb half dome? There's a story behind that. I don't have to tell. (laughs) But see, the point is, is there is a story. And I don't even know if I've heard that. But that takes it from, oh, he's crazy, he wants to go climb a mountain in California, to, oh, that drops. That's a longing. That's deep in his gut of something he wants to do. Before I die. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when we have that understanding of one another, then in a way, if I ever really do get the opportunity to, to finish that climb to the top of Half Dome you almost in, got there. in Yosemite Ugh. National Park, my favorite place in the world, that I don't feel like I'm summiting the... The you know eighty five hundred you know you know level yeah. by myself yeah now yeah. I know for darn sake you ain't gonna be with Probably me not. but I know that you'll be with me at heart yes and that now that's inspiration and that's attunement which helps yeah you know uh, kind of reduce this drift of the lack of shared meaning yeah what yeah. else would you want to add to it anything. No, I you think got that's, nothing? I got nothing. I oh, mean, man. but I find too is and we were talking about this. I think on a recent um, YouTube video we did because we do have a YouTube channel and we try to do a video almost every. Where week. would you find that? I don't know yet. We're still working on that. <laughs> you can we, see, they're Brenda Stewart or Restored and Remarried. We're working on. Look that. at both places. Yeah. You'll find us someplace. But the idea that <clears throat> as we as we're getting older, yeah, we make our you know list of what what are our goals this year, the next five years, the next ten years, if we're still alive, you know. <laughs> we want to do and the cool thing is you know in the lord's providence a lot of those dreams and goals we've accomplished Mm -hmm. so it's like okay we need to then we kind of get comfortable and then it's like okay wait a minute let's regroup what's what's next because we are all about adventure what's the next thing we want to tackle where's the next place we want to go because it keeps the relationship alive and fun right i think one thing that you are touching on and i think shared meaning is is also something very spiritual Mm-hmm. And and for those of you that that understand that and have a faith in Christ, that that's seemingly neglected sometimes. Mm-hmm. That you actually do share those spiritual meanings because again, that shared meaning as well as and the place of praying together is a spiritual shared meaning, mm-hmm. which brings closeness rather than drift. 
you know, and, and for heaven's sakes, the last place you don't want drift is when you're talking to God. Because <laughs> he knows where you're can, at. Yeah, he'll know if you're being a poser. Yeah, so yeah. you want to add something. <laughs> no, I, I love it. In the counseling room, you always say you're a body, soul, spirit guy when you're talking to your yeah. clients, when you're introducing yourself. Because you're, you're like, if you don't talk about the spiritual side of you, I'm missing a third of you. Yeah. And isn't that the same thing in our conversations, in our relationships? Right, because we are body, soul, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And we bring all three of those things of who we are in personality. And that indeed helps us intersect and share a shared personality of our marriage. You know, and for those of you that know us well enough, you know, there's a whole topic on, you know, marriage mascots, which we won't go into. But, you know, that's uh, that's kind of a fun. We should probably talk about that sometime. Well, you can't just say that and not say anything. We maybe did talk about that one time. Well, maybe someone hasn't heard that before. So we recommend everybody has a mascot for their marriage. And our marriage mascot actually is a squirrel. And I'm not into doing a lot of collector item chachi stuff but squirrels whenever we've we've been able to travel around the world and our goal is whenever we go into a gift shop or something whoever can find the little squirrel first wins wins <laughs> but he's got to be a cute squirrel it's all he about can't the point ugly squirrel yeah right so if you see a cute squirrel think of us and take a picture and send it to us because somebody just sent us a video the other day oh i saw the squirrel and i thought of you guys yeah so anyway, I, that's another shared meaning. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's share kept that our with... relationship whimsical and funny. And when people come to our home and they go see our squirrel shrine in our bathroom, they understand. Yeah, that we're crazy. <laughs> so uh, action point. Let's, let's, okay, let's kind of wind be, up here. What is yeah, the action point We today? want to end with an action point. And this, I'm, we're going to do the best we can to describe this. And and if you can't figure it out, email us. At and, Brenda at RestoredAndRemarried.com. And we'll actually send you the diagram that we kind of scribbled together so that it kind of gives you an illustration. But try to give it a shot okay, here so, of, of the action step. Yeah, so take a piece of paper and turn it horizontally and draw a line from one side to the other. So that line and halfway through the paper. Yeah, so okay? cut, it, cut your paper cut in, in half. half. That line represents your marriage. That's okay. the trajectory of the, That's, of the marriage. And that represents everything we just talked about, being intentionally connecting, sharing goals, dreams, values. Yeah, we're sharing we're the share, same that's, line. That's a solid 100% marriage. That's, that's, that's a rock solid. Okay, yeah. then? Then, at the left side, draw a boat on either side of the line. On the left so and the right side. One okay. boat's yours and yep. one boat's mine. Right. Headed, okay. headed in the same headed direction. Headed in the same direction, But they're right? two separate boats on two separates of the line. Right. And then you're going to kind of draw out the trajectory and the path that those boats are on. And this would be like, if you were drawing for yours, you draw personal goals, dreams, longings, values. Yeah. How much do they run parallel to what the marriage needs, and how much do you tend to drift a little bit? Yeah, okay? away from that center line. Right. How far off course do you find that you're getting from that line? And then the next one is how close are you to that line? Right, together. Together. Well, no, not even oh. together because you could be close and then I could be way off, far away right. at the same in the same place on that line. And that right? might be that time where I'm really close to the line of the marriage, shared meaning to be supportive of you while you're further away. So there is some support there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. And I then gotcha. you need to look at where the lines intersect. And that's where, you know, those are intentional crossings, intentional connections with the goals, the dreams, um, 
Yeah, so that there is those intentional ports that we come together, yeah, yeah. you know, along life's journey, along this voyage. Yeah. And so, yeah, I like what you're doing there. So that way we can get a visual of a pattern of how are we actually in the rhythm yeah, I mean, you being might, intentional. You might even want to put dates. Okay, early on in our marriage, year one, I was here. Year two, I was maybe here. Year three, I was, you know, and then... And then the idea is what course correction is needed so that you both end up in the same place at the end of your marriage 75 years from now. So if you find yourself in opposite directions, completely off the page from one another, (laughs) we would really recommend that you get some time to sit down and really ask yourself some hard questions. What can we do to intentionally come together and stop the drift yeah and that's what this whole exercise is about there's no right or wrong answer here this is just but we you know you have to be honest and say yeah i remember when we were over here and we were not connecting but look at how we came back together yeah and for the sake of the marriage yeah and if you haven't been able to come back together okay how is this going to play out 10 years from now are we still even going to be together and it's going to be a lot easier to fix it than say i'm out of here right right So I think in all of what's been said, when it comes to drift, keeping in mind that if you ain't got the marriage. You ain't got nothing. But you got something else you want to say. I know. It's like, why are you stopping? Oh, I thought we were done. Oh, okay. So one more thing. Part two. We have to recap. So we're wanting to stop the drift, right? Okay. Stop. Recap. Okay. Three ways that you can drift in your relationship. This is a quick overview. You don't want to be busy. You want to be... Intentional. Oh, they were supposed to fill that in. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. How do you be intentional? I'm not saying a Talk- word right now. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about it. Okay. Looking at your schedule. Being able to make sure you connect again. Uh, the second way is uh, to drift is to be so self-focused on your own goals. Oh. And then how do you... How do you... Remedy do that? that? Yeah. Uh, I... I you connect and you support each other. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right? okay. <laughs> we just talked about this. I've got a really short memory here. I'm drifting. Okay, I know you're drifting. Show me a life, life preserver. Okay. Yeah, we're really professional here. Okay. <laughs> Number three. Third, and there's many more ways to drift, right? Uh-huh. These are our top three. The lack of shared meaning, values, goals, and dreams. The and remedy to that yeah. is really to take consciously the time to attune to one another get that rhythm of what's really going on with your spouse's life Mm -hmm. and how do i connect in that because i want to be supportive i want to be a part of your world right and And i I want you to know my world right right that's why it's so important because the best gift we can give our kids and our families and our communities is a strong marriage now can i say it now you may go okay False alarm earlier, so I'll say it again now. Just for emphasis, if you ain't got the marriage... You ain't got nothing. See you again. Hey, glad you joined us today. You want to connect with us? Find us at restoredandremarried.com and on the usual social media outlets. We are available for coaching, counseling, marriage and step couple intensives, seminars, workshops, retreats, and so much more. We'd love to encourage you in your relationship. Give us a call today. 1-800-273-8255.